says, he says, be impeccable with your word. So I believe that people should be impeccable with their word, but I also understand that's what contracts are for. And if you go ahead and, and, and have some type of exchange with an individual, then you don't have to worry about people uh, being about their word. You've got an exchange where you say, I'm going to give you this in exchange. You're going to teach me that. And then when that doesn't happen, you're in breach. And, and I want to say one more thing, because I've never in my lifetime, Sharon, seen people so forgiving. I've had oh. people download a $19 digital product from me, say they didn't get it even though it was on their receipt and they overlooked it and be charging back on me the next day. Or right. be flaming my team's emails. I had a lady bought something on a Friday night. Couldn't find it. Sent us an email at 6 o'clock on a Friday. And by Monday morning at 9.30 was disputing it. Now, my team is great. My team is excellent. Their response is excellent when you meet them on the appropriate channels. But you you gave us literally less than one business hour. Because I don't know too many people work after 5 on Fridays. And yet you may see me all weekend on social media, but doesn't mean my team is there. So by 9.30 on Monday, you disputing. So I don't know where all of these so forgiving people came from. Because the minute she ran off on the plug with my money, I would have been Googling what to do. And there's a link that um, somebody sent me. Uh, it was Corvetta. That you can go Google and what to do when you've not received due diligence of what she said that she was going to give you. Reported to the FTC, reported to your local Internet Crimes Unit, reported to the uh, Better Business Bureau, contact your bank, let them know. If she gets enough complaints through Cash App, they're going to shut her Cash App down. So at some point, like I said, we can either talk about it or we can be in recovery mode and say, what can we do better? How do we see this coming the next time? How do we be more diligent in our connections? You know, how do we spot the red flags? And, and also all of us being responsible for protecting this space. And support, like you queens are doing for bringing the fraud to the people. I didn't have info. Somebody got a hot. I didn't have information on. Yes, I didn't have information that she had did a scam on Clubhouse. I'm not knocking you guys' room, but because of my street credit and who I am, I can't open up rooms on people. That's not what I do. I'm not knocking it. It definitely needs to be done, but I can't do it. But my point is, once I was showed a video and I saw it, I had a huge successful seminar. She was one of my speakers. I explained to her, first I called my board. I about, at that time, six people. My board is 13 people now. And I explained to them what I saw. I didn't think that was dry snitching. This lady is on my uh, a green badge. And at that time, I wasn't pushing. For those that know who I am and goes to my room often, um, that's one rule. I'm very, very, I get angry if someone mods somebody on my stage. And this is the almost in my mind. I don't call it, but it's like the Chrissy rule. So I have to go through a very serious vetting. And they still can pass. Charles Keaton with the savings and loans, Madoff. We can go on and on. If a person is a Judas and have malice in their heart, 
you can go through all the vetting you want. If they're a thief, they're a thief. You can't predict that. But all I can do is when I saw the thing happening to the Detroit people, and I got a pass, but I've never stole from black people. It don't make me better, though. So I had a conversation with Chrissy. I said, I have frat brothers that can assist you. If these people are lying on you, you should be dancing like Lionel Richie because that's a serious um, lawsuit that Fox News has to pay you. I wish Fox News would say something like that on me. I'm not going, I mean, I want my money. I want $9 million or whatever it is I can get for, uh, what is it called, a defamation of, uh, of, um, character. of character. So I said, Chrissy, if this is, this, is, this is false, let me call my lawyer. We finna get paid. You know, they, they can't say that about you. She didn't want my help with the lawyer. So I kind of knew what time it was. So I stopped her from speaking in Vegas. She returned with uh, a threat. Her husband threatened me. They're going to come out and do this and that. Man, please, I'm, I'm, I'm not an active gangbanger, but I ain't turning down no smoke. So I said, please come. Now, I have seven sisters. I'm a man. I don't do the talking and gangbanging on social sites. I don't do that. So I'd rather just pull up in your address and then we just handle it. I'm not, I'm, I did 10 years in the feds. I'm not promoting myself as a top guy. I mean, a tough guy. But I'm not, I don't do social gangbanging. So when her husband was being disrespectful, I said, man, let's meet up. But what Chrissy did was disrespected one of the people you heard her story in my seminar and, and still begging to get on stage. You're not speaking. So at the end of the day, she came back with the malice. She came there because she was telling her people lies. I'm going to go to Vegas and speak at Uncle Don's seminar. You're not speaking. But she took pictures with people, ML, Herman, Dash, all these people. She never took a picture with me. That's so she could post it to say, I told y'all I went to uh, Uncle Don's seminar. Yeah, she was there. And she was even telling people not to come. But here's the other problem as I sit in this room. You had people that were loyal to Christy that saw the same video as me. They were Christy knights. And now they up here throwing stones at Christy because it's popular to do now. But when I saw the snake, I said, hey, this is not good. You're stealing from black people. You can't come back in my room until you fix that. But you know what I got a reward for, Carvana and uh, Donnell? They open up a room on me now. Uncle Don, now I become the fraud. Why am I the fraud? Because I'm calling out what you did? No, they opened up. I'm going back to August, Queen. Later in August, they opened up a room on me. And all it was is like a retaliation because I never opened up a room on her. See, I don't go on profile like I'm doing now. I didn't say nothing. I just said it to my, my board member. And keep in mind, she had never at that time, she had a master class. But she never had, um, what do you call it, stole from people on Clubhouse. She had just stole from people, I guess, in the Detroit area. But that was enough for me to take her off my stage. I wasn't comfortable with her speaking on my stage because those were black elderly people that she had stole from. That could have been my mama. My mama, 90-some years old. So I'm not cool with that. But then the, the, the retaliation was her and, and and then I see people from that time who would go in her room and they knew the information and they'd be modded with her. So my attitude is pick a side, nigga. You're going to be with me or be with her. 
So now they rolled in her room. She only got like 17 people in her room. My room got 160 people. But once I saw the moderators go over there, I then start DMing them. Keep your ass over there. Don't be coming back to my room. Crip or blood. GDRB, Black Peace Zone. Make a, make, a, make, a, make a decision. Stop going back and forth. I, I ain't effing with her. Because of what? She didn't do anything to me. But she stole when I saw that Fox video. Now, some of them same Christy Knight people I'm looking at now, I'm just smiling going, wow, what a difference a day make. Now, the only reason why this room is open, remember, this was August the 5th when I did this. No, August the 1st. Remember, it was late July because my, my seminar was August the 5th. So when I made that executive decision, it was unpopular then. Now it's popular because she unstole from what? People on Clubhouse. Now, all of a sudden, everybody want to get in and throw the stone now. But at the end of the day, now that's why in my room, I make a very hard, tough decision. Don't mod your mama in my room if I haven't yeah, vetted huh. them out. But the point is, even when I mod, and I mean, even though when I vet people, if malice is in their heart, you know, it's employees that you work with. It's family members that when daddy died, they stealing and shit. I mean, a thief is going to be a thief. Judas is going to be Judas. But all I can do is try to go through it. But it's just, I'm going to land the plane. But it sure is funny to me that these crystal night people that was against my black ass, all of a sudden now is the main one trying to throw the bricks. But when I told them this was a fraud and this girl is not right, they wasn't on my team. See, it wasn't popular then. I don't follow people. I vet and say, hey, man, this ain't right. This don't smell right. This God, is not correct. So I'm going to land the plane. It was, it was, it was past due. Um, you know, I'm surprised it took this long. But at the end of the day, our moderator, when you have a room, you have to take, you know, at least vet. But keep in mind, you as a moderator, this is your room, queen. You can't take on all that responsibility. Judas, I mean, people, if, if it's in their heart to steal and to do wrong, that's what they're going to do. But once you spot it and you see it, then you got to cut it out. And that's what I did in my room. So when moderators come in my room and they side with my enemy, keep your ass over there with my enemy. Don't be coming back in my damn room. Pick so that's, that's the rule that I have. Every day. I, I don't like two-faced like two people. So I just let them know. You want to stay over there? Stay your ass over there. But that's how I do it in my room. Says Uncle Don, I apologize. Uh, Queen, it was a room that, like I said, this this is old news to me because I got rid of this back in July and, and now it's just now coming out. But at the end of the day, I'm get, I keep getting pinged in here because people keep, I matter in Uncle Don. Stop saying my name because I kicked her out. If you're going to say Uncle Don room, then say the damn facts. Uncle Don kicked her out and wouldn't let him come in her room no more after the seminar. Before the seminar, that's what you need to say. If you ain't going to say that, don't say my damn name and don't say my room because I got a brand. And Uncle Don brand is up there with Mickey Mouse. Don't say my name. Thank you. Dawn, can okay. I just... <laughs> my, that I have COVID right now. And I'm great. But that's not for everyone. That's not going to happen for everyone. But what most people don't understand is that it should be tested before it even is able to be tested on the public yes. without without 
consent. I have done it with measures, my husband, the same, my kids, the same, and we have recovered within a few days. We are not overweight. We are not obese. My husband takes care of COVID patients every day, and he, like, has the patients of from one spectrum to the other. He does dialysis. He caught it at work. And I can tell you that most of the doctors are not vaccinated. So, um, you probably live in like some southern hillbilly town then. No, I live in Nashville. Wait, Jody, did you say most of the doctors are taking Well, well, now they are. We got breaking news, you guys. Now they are. College, you to go to the ICU and then have a heart or kidney problem. Some countries are recording that as a heart issue or a kidney issue and not a COVID-19. Countries that if you had a pre- Come on, bro, the video. Bro, come on, John. We all... I mean, the great thing about having forms that come in and a form that has the ability to market as COVID-19 infection, the intent is right now that those, if someone dies with COVID-19, we are counting that. Once again, the virus can enforce and will enforce. Your example of them going into the state of California and shutting dispensaries down, there would be an uprising so big in the state of California. The federal government could never do it and won't do it. And the federal government will not override the Texas governor's ban on vaccine mandates. And if you do any research at all, you would notice that Texas COVID cases have fallen by about 25% in the last probably uh, eight days. So how do you explain that? You, you, if you're going to host a room like this every night on a topic this serious, you should be doing hours of research every day, Jonathan. You I should do. be ashamed of yourself. No, you said earlier. Grand overdoing it. Back channels wrote you and said, dude, you're acting like an ass. And you finally listened to them. I tried to save your ass, but you wouldn't let me. So you should be doing hours of research every day before you come into these rooms. If you truly want to protect me, my family, Brian Benstock, and the rest of us here that come to support your ass. And so, because my, her, uh, her biological father and my husband agreed that if she was going to public school, she would need the vaccine. I didn't agree with it, but I went along with it because I was outnumbered. Every day, they send yeah. us an automatic thing telling us exactly how many students, how many teachers have been um, notified, how many people they have been notified that have um, contracted COVID. Okay, that's not the worst part. The worst part for me is today I went with my husband because he's been experiencing heart palpitations. Mind you, my, my daughter that just entered high school is the only person that um, in my household that has been vaccinated. My husband and myself have been experiencing heart palpitations. Now, this is the irritating part. Today, when we went to the hospital, what the we overheard just so happened. A nurse was talking about how within the last, you know, so 
so-and-so amount of time they have been experiencing. And this is Duke Hospital, right? So if you know about hospitals, you know that Duke is like one of the hospitals in our country that's supposed to be on top of things. <laughs> Nevertheless, the nurse was saying how they have been experiencing so many new people coming in with heart palpitations and strains on the heart, and they are perceiving but not notifying the government or anybody that they they think a new variant is popping off and they are not even talking to the general public or the masses about what is going on. Right. So, cases coming in through the border, yet we're seeing a plummet in the COVID deaths. So I think there's something to it, to where these two states, if they lead, and they lead correctly, they're going to find out that a lot of the propaganda and a lot of the things that are being told to us and sold to us are really not that truth. And I would love for Jonathan to get off the phone to hear that because yeah. I, I'm living it right now. Hey, Uncle G, this is Darius Jackson. Someone inbox you, please. Uh, look up. Yeah, I will. Can I just? No, 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 no. One moment. He ever gives you guys some good news? If you look at COVID cases in Texas, they're down almost fifty percent from a week ago. That's real time. Not not two weeks ago. From from every day, it'll give you a chart of every day reported cases. It's down almost fifty percent, maybe a little more. Last thing I'll say on this is one thing. Coming out saying that they're not going to let. Um, unvaccinated people have driver's licenses. Um, we, uh, we're going to be trapped in the country from uh, the 29th um, onwards. So um, it's it's turning into Australia, and it's not good, guys. It's really Where not good. Where are you going, Pat? People are being or just not themselves. I don't recognize people. They're being really aggressive. They're speaking in really psychopathic ways towards people that are vaccine hesitant or have chosen to forego it, or even people that have had the first shot and had serious adverse effects, so they can't have the second shot. There are no exemptions. There's no um, religious exemption. And I know, I personally know people that have had adverse reactions. They can't get the second shot and they're still being fired from their jobs and they still can't um, attend uh, uh, various things. They're just closing things down um, for anybody, turning everybody into second-class citizens and um, their neighbors and family are turning against them. Um, they're, they're acting aggressively. Wait, wait, are you, are you, in, Can really are you in Canada? Are you in Canada right now? Yes. Yes. And, and, and they're literally, that is crazy what you're saying. I mean, I got, I got a question. For all that empathy. Average number of cases is in in the, the uh, five-digit figure. So I'm not sure where that figure is coming from. Where? So I live in Canada and the hospitals are empty. So where? Same. They're empty here, too. My aunt is a, a nurse in the hospital. So she, they cut her hours between, in half. So. There's a difference between anecdotal information, which is my family or my cousin, blah, 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 and actual data. So unless you have actual, I mean, I'm talking about where's the data. So unless you're I think the data is being manipulated. Down, and, but yet the, the, the media keeps riving up the, the flames. And this uh, prime minister we have... Um, to be honest, is 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 next next to next in line to Hitler. To be on, as far as I'm concerned. And then the fact that by manipulated data, because this is actually happening right now, and it's it's not good, guys. Stop referring, stop deferring to authority, stop deferring to this data, and look around and use your eyes and ears and look at what your personal experience is, please. I think right. a lot of people are. Being
Are they? Are they no, 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 no. Then people who have been yeah. there. <laughs> We're also a bigger country with like ten times less population, but you know. Three hundred fifty. It's more than ten percent. More than ten percent in the U.S. Compared to one point five, one point six out of thirty. Uh, 38 million, which is around like probably six six percent. So you see the difference. It doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with the population. You compare the rate, right? 1.6 out of 38 compared to 44 out of 350. I was going to I, I was traveling to Canada. I was at Pearson Airport for 3.5 hours. And they're questioning me why I was entering Canada. On the way back, I came with a Canadian friend. No question. I'm not sure what is the case now, but at least until like five months ago, if you were American and you wanted to go to Canada, not American, any from any nationality, it was very difficult to go there. Four months ago, three months, until probably like three, four months ago, if you wanted to travel, even if you were Canadian, if you travel outside and you wanted to go back, you had to quarantine in a hotel. Uh, like commune? Yeah, on, yeah. Until you get the, the, you get the results of uh, your test. Not the case for, for the U.S. So absolutely. And there is a reason. I don't, I don't criticize necessarily the government in the U.S. It's the system here. In Canada, you have a centralized healthcare system which can control everything. In the U.S., the system is not centralized. Not even when you go to the states. I mean, not only we have. Can I finish? It was a hot states. Well, first of all, we have different states. But even when you go to the states, the states cannot uh, basically uh, um, uh, rule the, uh, the the healthcare system here. So there is yeah. a difference. Yes, Dr. Dr. Can, Dr. Can for a twenty-eight thousand out of thirty-eight million. Okay, what is that percentage? Uh, 28 out of it's, Less than 1%. Uh, you know, they, people eat and have their coffee and a lot of students are playing with their computers. If I tell you, there's about 30 people in that cafe. None of them were wearing masks. None of them. And they're, and they're supposedly, so how do we know who's vaccinated, who's not vaccinated? And they're not, they're not following the, the, the protocol of, of having the, the nor being keeping that distance because the, 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 the Canadian protocol is keep, keeping uh, six feet, uh, 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 three meters, the three meters, the distance and the protocol of having uh, the, 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 the masks. Now, the thing is that uh, even though you're, you're vaccinated, that still does not protect you from catching the COVID. You still can catch it even if, 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 you, if you're too close and somebody coughs on you, somebody sneezes on you, or you shake. People are still, uh, people are still trying to shake my hand. I, I give them the, the little knock on, on the, the knock on, on each knuckles. It's it's great. People are are letting go their their uh, their uh, well, what do you what do you how do you say it? Uh, they're they're not they're not being cautious to to how. To, to how that you can still catch it. At the end of the day, I'm a strong, strong believer that if somebody is is very healthy, I've never I've never taken a shot for any kind of flu, and I believe the COVID. That's my personal opinion. I'm not a doctor, okay? But my personal view on this is that the COVID is a form of flu with the different variations, and I, I, as as they come up with a different shot, 
the 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 the, the flu variant changes, and they they gotta that's why they gotta keep on giving those booster shots because it doesn't stay in the body that long anyways, and it still hasn't proven. And they're using everybody as a as a as a test. Okay, I'm not. I'm not saying anything uh, 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 on a conspiracy level, but the thing is that if people would always keep their hands clean, wash their hands, and uh, j just being hygienic, clean, it would be already halfway there of being uh, of having less problems. And the reason most of the COVID things been happening in these elderly retirement homes, where these uh, caregivers were not doing the proper uh, protocols of what they were supposed to do in, in form of being sterile and clean. They were passing alcohol because they were not properly trained. And I know that for a fact. And uh, so this is the situation that, that even though the people are getting vaccinated, what's the use of getting vaccinated if, if, you're, not, if you're not taking your cautions of, of not being uh, careful on how you deal with people. Great on, point. On a, uh, Great point. Okay, there you yeah. go. Hey, Gilbert, Gilbert, I was not going to interrupt you. you. You had all that passion and you sound like one of them Canadians play, that played, what do you call that again? Uh, hockey. It is absolutely real. It kills. It is something that we need to be safe and protect ourselves from. But what's happening in Canada is just inhumane. I've, I, and I'm going to take my uh, experience from my eyes. Instead of looking at charts, I'm going to tell you about my summer. Everybody was outside. Every, people would still wear masks. They would still do social distance, but we were outside. We were going to sports events, restaurants, parties. Big rave parties were happening. Kids went to school. All of a sudden, they started saying that kids are being super spreaders. We got to start protecting the kids, so we need to get vaccinated. Then Trudeau put a promise. He put a snap election in, in September in hopes to get majority government. But unfortunately, it backfired. And one of his biggest, um, his biggest uh, things that he was Can you please pull up and move? Pardon me? His promises was is that he was going to put these strict mandates that enforce not un, everybody who was unvaccinated. They weren't allowed to go um, on planes, trains federal workers, um, they, as well as kids now who are 12 and over, they're not allowed to play sports unless they're vaccinated. And the worst part is, is that when they started introducing the vaccinations for kids from 5 to 11, all of a sudden they started putting on the media that our kids are the super spreaders. I have a four-year-old, I have a nine-year-old, and I have a 14-year-old. And they go to school, they haven't had any issues with COVID. I've went outside and I've seen big raves downtown Toronto just a month ago and we don't hear about outbreaks the first day of school they start saying that the kids are the spreaders and the reason why they're doing that is because they want to start putting in this fear that we need to vaccinate everybody and if we don't they are firing nurses doctors TTC like bus drivers firefighters they don't care if you're not vaccinated by November 15th you are losing your livelihood so now I say, oh, if people want to get vaccinated because they're scared of COVID and they want to protect themselves, absolutely. But now people are being forced to. And it's getting to a point now where it's, it's scary living here. It doesn't feel like a country anymore. I wake up every morning and say, this can't be life. And it's, it's, it's really dividing the country. And it just makes me sad. And I'm with that lady who said that she's ready to leave on October 29th um, because it just doesn't feel like home anymore. And it just came out of yeah, it's not the numbers don't make sense and the mandates don't based on my eyes and what I've seen going on in Toronto. People are living their life. I'm not the I've went in the hospitals. The hospitals are not busy. I don't I don't understand. And I just 
I'm ready to come to Texas. You know, he had been over 10 years. It's not just, oh, you killed somebody yesterday. Of course, but they're going to, they're going to mean, but okay. Okay. Take the vax, adding incentives and all that shit. Right. But Olivia, that's such a bad thing given what's going on in, in America and across the world right now. Is it such a bad thing to incentivize the people to take the vax? You mean um, to, to give incentives for us to take something that's supposed to be um, healthy for us? It sounds um, absolutely crazy to me. If they really did care about our health, health care would be free. We do know that. So, like, when you are forcing something that you guys are saying that is supposed to be so healthy for us and you're willing to give us a bag of weed or $100 or scrub your criminal record, you just have to think twice and ask yourself. Remember what I said to you guys. I don't talk doctor and I don't talk data. I talk common sense. Two plus two equals four. So when I'm going to give you my answers, I'm going to give you my answers for someone that the government does not like. You know, the ones that think for themselves, that think outside the box. So those are always going to be my answers. Don't come with me to with data or what nothing that the CDC slash government said, because at the end of the day, they've always been very negative towards us and had tricks up their sleeves and found ways to try to control. So this doesn't make nothing different. Um, um, we, we definitely do. Um, history does repeat itself over and over and over again. Guys, welcome to history. This will be in the textbooks. And that's all. And that's just my response on that. I feel my heartbeat and I imagine that my heart has nostrils and I breathe in through my heart. Yeah. And I just yeah. feel that through sensation through the whole body and just imagine that pure love around my whole body and my aura. Absolutely. And absolutely. Absolutely. You no, know, um, a lot of the conversations um, around the vaccine were making comparisons to, you know, um, you know, health as far as like, you know, cancer, a lot of people die every day, et cetera, et cetera. But can we make some comparisons to vaccines? So, you know, there have been vaccines that have been mandated, such as like smallpox. A lot of us um, who have children have, you know, given the vaccines, you know, previous vaccines to our children um, that, you know, thank God we gave it to them. Because imagine if no, none of our children have taken vaccines that were actually required, that were actually um, killing a lot of us. Um, I think if we all decided, you know, pro-choice, let, let none of our children take vaccines, I think a lot of us would be dead, especially um, as far as, you know, some of the, the, the more dangerous or deadly. Um, um, and at those times, again, there, there was controversy as to, you know, mandating something like a vaccine for smallpox, right? But again, because of the, the number of deaths that were coming from it, um, they decided to mandate it. Um, and we actually just think at, at this point that it's normal to, you know, give vaccine to children. But I think because of the, the timing, because of, again, I, I do agree with a lot of controversy around, um, around, you know, COVID. But I think if you're, if you believed in, you know, giving your children vaccines for all of these previous um, diseases um, in the past, right, but now when COVID comes around, what, what is exactly is the difference and how and how were you not um, how were you not of concern around those vaccines that are literally the same thing? Smallpox killed thirty percent of she's watching the news, it's like smallpox killed thirty percent of the people that had it. It's quite different than less than one percent. 
and none of them were mRNA vaccines. Exactly. New technology. So we have to understand, yes, I'm not, I am not an anti-vax. I have every vaccine because I'm in New York. I have every vaccine because I'm in New York, and that was the only way for me to go to school. My children, the same exact thing. But those vaccines were out before I was even thought about. Those vaccines was out and given to people, and there was no, data was done. Years upon years were given upon those vaccines. This is the very first time besides the H1N1 that I did not take either because I was like, whoa, that's way too soon. Um, it's, it's way too soon. It hasn't even been out or tested and trialed for two years. So to say I'm going to give my child a new technology, a new type of vaccine that was never, ever, ever given before, and that has not even been tested for years. And for people to say, oh, we're in a new new era, new technology. No, I'm not hearing it. We have to have right trials. It takes three to 10 years, and this is a brand new technology. So yes, I'd rather not allow my children to play Russian, I'd rather not play Russian roulette with my children's lives or my lives and allow this to be out for a little bit longer. And uh, guys, I'm hoping this works. I'm hoping that this is the answer. But as of this, right this now- This is not well, correct. This is Dr. Christian. I need oh, to talk about second, this. Byron, give, give me a second, second doctor, to talk about this. Let me finish. Let me finish. Thank you. She muted me. I, I was talking, so allow me to finish and then she can speak. That's not a problem. I'll let her speak. But like I was saying, so I understand, like I said, fully vaccinated, so are my kids, but this is brand new. It's a technology. So what's not true about that? Thank you and have a good day. This is Dr. Christian. I want to speak about this. So the statement mentioned about this is a very new technology that has never, ever been used in human. MRNA this is completely mRNA vaccine. Exactly. Olivia, didn't you say you was going to let her speak? Olivia, 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 did you say you was going to let us speak or not? Okay, go ahead. This technology has been around for decades, more than a decade. It's been used in early phase of clinical trials in humans and for infectious disease and also cancer. Weird. Do your research. We had Ebola vaccine based on mRNA. Where can we find this, this information? This is not something that has been a very new technology. The technology has been around for over a decade. It's been used in early phases of clinical trials in human. Please do your research yeah, correctly. So Moderna actually came out with the patent from Bill Gates years ago. Greatness be, this is Queen Goddess. Years ago, there was a, a clinical trials. Bill Gates put a couple million on in Moderna's hand and said, hey, I need you technology into these folks because you already know this transhumanism agenda is up upon us and we need to control these people when Aquarius Sun comes in and everybody oh, gene starts to activate. So that's All what right. happened. So Bill Gates has, you know, uh, for years already been on You that. said when the Aquarius Sun comes in? Is that what Bill Gates bases it on? Yeah, like straight up. No, because, because the sun actually activates our genes, right? And in the process of us evolving as a conscious Bruh. being, this is what happened. Uh, okay. Let me ask her. I want to ask her a question. Can, can, I just want to ask her a question. Do, who thinks that this is? Who thinks this really is population control? Just out of curiosity. That's 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 what I really want to know. 
Who thinks? I do. Have you guys ever seen the show Westworld? Hey, Anthony, <sighs> based off your Anthony, based off your question, did did you watch? Did you literally watch Bill Gates tell you that oh, there are too God. many people? I mean, he lit. No, why you saying, dude? He literally said it. So exactly. So did he not say? He did. He did. Not say there's too much carbon in the Fact. world, so we got humans. We got Brian. Listen. The man said it out of his own mouth. This ain't no conspiracy theory, bro. That's all I'm saying. It ain't no theory. He said it. And so back to the original question. Hold on, hold on. Right. Just a second. So, hold on. Let me, let me ask. He literally said it. You think it's population control? Yes. Oh, wait, so, how? Wait, wait, wait. The only reason why I'm saying that is because out of, out of Bill Gates' own mouth on a TED Talk, this man said we got nine... We, we got 8 billion people. It's headed up to 9 billion. If we do a good, he said, if we do a good job with vaccinations and, and, and medical treatments, we can get that number down by 15%. Listen, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Hold on, hold on. He might not have said 15%, but he said, we're headed to 9 billion. If we do a good job with vaccinations and medical things, we can get that number down, period. Did he not say that? Brother, that's not what that's not what it was. That's not what he said. You really think that if it's population control, that they would mandate two million service members to take it? Do you think that that what's your answer to that? And I'm I'm vaccinated. We're headed to nine billion people. And if we do a good job with vaccines, we can get that down. What do we mean by that? We can save more people. Yeah, because somebody not true. Cricket. Wow, he said we're at, we're at eight billion. We're headed to nine billion, and we need to answer my question though. What I mean, do you think that they do you think we would wipe out all okay. of our American defense soldiers? It's not even about. It's not think about. Yes, they were going to replace them. going to be so. To your point, to your point, SLCCC, which stands for Frontline COVID nineteen Critical Care Alliance. They are a nonprofit, and this was the purpose of this was dedicated to developing highly effective treatment protocols to prevent the transmission of COVID-19 and to improve the outcomes for patients ill with the disease. They came up with two protocols. One is called Math Plus, and that actually was taken in conjunction uh, with remdesivir and the monoclonal antibodies that Trump took, and I believe his whole staff took it because they all came down with COVID. And we all know that everybody recovered very well. Um, the point that I'm trying to make is that, you know, there's this is not the first time that that treatments have come out to be effective. We we also see that with um, ivermectin as well, even though the F, uh, FB, um, FDA and the WHO have basically debunked it completely but yet if you go on this site there are articles that have uh scholarly articles done by professors that have concluded that it does save lives and it has helped treatment not i'm not talking about prevention necessarily but have helped with covid19 infection and my question to everybody here on the stage is why do you guys think that these protocols are not being made public by me, by mainstream media? Now, I will tell you that ivermectin is pretty cheap in India. It costs 
about 60 cents to a dollar and 80 cents cheap perhaps perhaps those that are in power and look i don't feed into any conspiracy theory right but perhaps they don't want there to be a treatment because this is all a narrative and a distraction from like mary said a distraction from what is it 5g is it china invading taiwan what is it what you know what that's that that's a that's that's a very good point one, one, one moment for a second everybody that, that's a very good point miss now we'll definitely touch on that but l- let me let me do a quick 20 second commercial break one more time i want to remind everybody and this is this is very very important i don't know if you paid attention to what byron just said we're doing a challenge we're going to pick 10 individuals and we're going to coach and mentor them or someone from our team is going to coach and mentor them to $1 million in under 12 calendar months. The only criteria and requirement that we have is we're going to pick 10 people and we're actually scanning through people right now, as a matter of fact. But the way you're going to qualify is to follow that little greenhouse, the million marathon. That is very important. And you have to follow Nelson Apega. You have to follow me, Jerry Malcolm, and you have to fire hire. You have to follow Byron Holman and you have to follow. <laughs> You have, fire. To, <laughs> you have to you have to follow that's when you're tired when you're doing intermittent fasting you, your mind be all over the place and you have to follow my man jonathan but it's very important we are the creators of million marathon and we we appreciate all of our other moderators that share the stage with us but i want to make sure that the audience and the, and the people on stage that want to join this challenge you have to follow us and there's another big event that we got coming up and that's going to be just as big, and we're going to start unleashing details on that in about the next 30 days. We're also going to be holding some private rooms where we have some discussions about the challenge. And the only way you're going to get in that private room is if you follow Nelson, myself, Jonathan, and Byron. So I want to thank everybody for coming out, and welcome to the Million Marathon. And we got a little treat for you after this room. Go ahead, Absolutely. my brother. Absolutely. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Million Marathon is now about to open the hottest after party on Clubhouse. So if you want to go ahead and catch a vibe, right, with DJ Nelly Nell, Mm -hmm. DJ Jerry Malcolm, and DJ Byron Holman, go ahead and jump into this next room. We use this word quantum. It's kind of like a concept that is not very uh, well known for most people. Uh, people who are more spiritually connected call it the spirit realm. This is the invisible realm that they're trying to tap into and manipulate. That's what the CERN um, device is for, to pierce the veil between the physical realm and the quantum realm. Because like, as you, as you move around, they used to teach you in school that everything was either air particles or empty space where you're actually swimming through um, something called um, dark uh, matter and dark energy. That's what they call it. But it's, you know, it's actually, you know, it's, it's really hard to explain, but it's like, I, I guess you can call them like light beings or, or spirits or whatever, but they, they're like little, like they're particles of light that operate according to their, I don't want to get into it right now, but like anybody else, feel free to chime in. 1933. 1933 is when they started. So we come across this website because we like, wait a second, who is these ascended masters? 
And it says that Jesus was a master. They call him Master Jesus. And so then I'm looking through and I'm like looking, 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 looking. A shadow government with her great uh, 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 inquisitive skills, she finds a place that has what they call like base UFO religions. Is that what it said? You religions are beliefs based off UFOs. And we find that the nation of Islam is the oldest in the world that ever talk about the UFO being 1930 is where it's documented. And then the only thing prior to that is this book called the book of Urantia. This is how I came across this book. Y'all follow me? So when I come across this book, it's already posted. You gotta be a part of the telegram. Or you gotta wait to 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 twelve thirty. You gotta wait to twelve thirty. It's all the way in the telegram. You gotta wait to twelve thirty. Cause I I I and up telegram. You see what I'm saying? And I be giving away so much work on here that people go and be amazing that I got to I gotta hook some people. I gotta hook some people. Two, the local universe. Part three, the history of Urantia. Part four, the life and teachings of Jesus. So this book just mysteriously shows up. Guess what, Brother Eugene? Guess what? Between 19, what, 2024 and 1952. They have no date when. They don't know who published it. They just know it showed up published between 1924 and 1952. And these are a group of papers. So it's a group of papers that are... Uh, 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 what's the word? Compiled. And it's got different authors. The authors are, I'm going to just read some of the author names. Divine Counselor. Universal Censor. Perfector of Wisdom. One High in Authority. Mighty Messenger. Divine Counselor and One Without Name and Number. Chief of Archangels, Vorendek Sun, Brilliant Evening Star, Melchizedek, Archangel, Secondary Lamendek, Brilliant Evening Star, Manavedant Melchizedek, Life Carrier, Selenia, Chief of Seraphim, Chief of Midwayers, Solitary Messenger, Mantua Melchizedek, Midway Commission, 1930, Master Farad Muhammad. So the thing that I'm noticing, this is why I picked it up, is one, because of the masters, and also because there's still no mention of Master Farad Muhammad. The only people to talk about Master Farad Muhammad 
is Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Put a five if you're following what I'm saying. Put a five if you're following what I'm saying. So what we have is we have Madame Blavatsky, the lady from Russia, who they have in this book, running around the whole world trying to figure out who white people is. And she come back telling white people, yo, it's a whole group of people who live inside the earth. They talk a different way. They run the earth. They are great scientists who show up on the earth. We don't run nothing. We call them the great white brotherhood because they are the people who are surrounded with white auras. So when you get into it, it says they make sure they know all the way across. This does not mean white people. It's noted. Every time it says great white brotherhood, it's noted right next to it. This does not mean white people. They were actually Indian and all races. So every time the white brotherhood means the light that was around them. So these illuminated people who they said their spirits transferred from person to person and they was the same. they just kept coming back to conduct business on earth. Put a five if you get it. Put a five if you get it. If we can go back to the basics. 